with Zach Trexler and Sean O'Donnell. Okay. All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so, so this week, um, the tournament is is an unnamed tournament to me. I don't know what it is, but uh, I, you know, when I play online uh, on, on on daily fantasy uh, golf on a website called DraftKings.com, um, it doesn't list a tournament. Uh, uh, you know, without uh, at least on the main page anyway. So I'm ready to enter this uh, some entries in this week. And Sean, what's what's the tournament name exactly? Can you can you provide some 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 insight for me as to what this tournament's called and and some background? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'll do DraftKings' job for them. They used to list this stuff, and they don't, um, which is somewhat minor, but I I, I don't know. Um, it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando, Florida, for all intents and purposes. I don't know if it's in some little suburb or what, but um, yeah, Arnie's dead. Second year now that he's dead, and um, eh, the field has dwindled a little bit. Everyone comes to pay homage to Arnie, but he's, well... Uh, not there anymore, so people don't really give as much of a fuck. Um, yeah, didn't you attend uh, this event last year? Uh, no, I went to the Players last year, which is right up the road in Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. Mm. This is oh, on my list. I really, what? I've almost been to this like three times because I have so many people in Orlando, but it never quite lines up. So next year for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So next year we can count you in as a on-site reporter maybe we can get some some sponsors and maybe like a like a headset you can walk around the course with a headset and provide some live commentary i mean i don't yeah, know i'm just throwing i'm some picturing like there. an al franken saturday night live mobile reporter type thing and maybe i can like i'll get a phone app and i can like record swing speeds during the pro-am and get you some data on yes. that and yeah yes. uh, it sounds like a plan okay so um, last week, I think we all remember, um, I, I watched a few minutes of the coverage. I was a little busy last Sunday, but I did, I did catch the replay of, of Tiger Woods hitting a 40-foot uh, putt on, on 17 on Sunday uh, for a birdie. And then it uh, sounds like he did pretty well. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, second place, I think uh, it's a little below standards for Tiger Woods, um, what we're used to in his career, but it does show signs of uh, possible progress. I mean, yeah, obviously everybody's going fucking bonkers. Tiger Woods is back. Um, I've been one of the biggest um, detractors of Tiger Woods leading up to now. Um, The story is the 40-foot putt, which is really largely bullshit, but um, he didn't get in the position to hit that putt to be in second without playing four really good tee to green rounds, and that's something worth paying attention to. Um, I mean, can you so, yeah. can you rank this that round tee to green wise uh, as 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 like when was the last time he shot this well tee to green for an entire tournament? How 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 long has it been? Yeah, I mean, so technically it was last week. Um, at the at the Honda, I guess that's not really so two ironic. Two weeks in a row, all right. right, all right. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Um, I feel like the Honda was a little bit dicey because that tee to green round was more like you were gaining strokes just by not fucking up. Which, if you want to play this like Tiger veteran savvy narrative, I don't know if that was. Um, and I wasn't as impressed with that this past week. Like he was on it, um, and so there's something building there, but it's still just two rounds. Um, 
you know, I don't know if I'm trying to justify because he's going to be so high owned. I feel like the proper strategy is still a fade. Um, and I'm trying to like make myself feel sane for doing that. Um, but yeah, it's just two rounds. Oh, and like, you know, a body of work that is the greatest of any golfer ever, but that was a long time ago. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I think the last time I remember him winning a tournament was like 2013. And I think, I don't know, I don't really know, um, you know, I sort of, uh, just sort of cobbled together, you know, random bits of, of detail, uh, when I, when I put together my, my lineup. So I don't really know the tour that well, but like, hasn't Trey Mullinax won a tournament since the last time that Tiger won a tournament? <laughs> yeah, a couple other guys too. I, um, yeah, a couple other guys in that category. So, I mean, this is. A good point, and we're currently just to confirm we're comparing Tiger Woods to Trey Mullinax. Is that I just did that, yeah, current? yeah, okay, okay. Um, I love it, I love it. I like I said, I don't know if I'm in stuck in like some kind of gross justification, but there's something here that I, I'm, I'm not like totally shitting on him anymore. Like, you got to give him credit for last week, um, and maybe even the week before. Uh, but what it comes down to is we're looking at a guy who's ten thousand plus dollars on DraftKings and over thirty percent owned, almost guaranteed. And really, thirty percent? You think he's going to be thirty percent this week? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, he's the Vegas favorite, and he's the fifth highest salary. The other sites have him like second or third highest salary. I think DraftKings has put him in that position in order to drive. Uh, your average fan to want to play, you can easily roster Tiger Woods this week. So let's talk about the Vegas the Vegas line here. I mean, what do you think? This uh, I think if you ask me, it's going to be. Uh, it's not necessarily who's most likely to win. It's it's going to be where the money is going. Uh, exactly. The sportsbook wants to wants to not lose money. So if, if more people are are wagering on 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 Tiger, they're going to lower the the odds and make him to be the favorite. It, whether or not he's more likely or not to win is is obviously why we're talking about this. But, I mean, uh, you know, I think the Vegas odds might be a little misleading. Absolutely. I think that's, um, that's the crux of what we're going to be playing against this week is uh, overinflation due to popularity. And, you know, yeah, he's going to get the most action, so Vegas is going to lower the odds. Uh the, the daily fantasy sites have uh, leveled that out a little bit, um, but I think that anchor of the Vegas line is still too high. And in the fantasy game, um, you got to take your shot with one of these other guys. I mean, if he's 30% of the field, you have him and he wins. I like, I like taking a chance with somebody else. I mean, even if... So- so let me let me just just walk over your your little thought there. So so let's let's uh, let's assume that if you're looking for golf content and and you're you're trying to get some inside information as to who to use in your tournaments, you might be able to find people talking about Tiger Woods all over the internet. And, and I think we could probably spend maybe some time talking about uh, you know let's 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 rip off your, your your top golfer that isn't named Tiger Woods this week. You know value wise. Yeah, well, that's the doubly fascinating thing about this week is that it's amplified because the rest of the top golfers um, all have significant problems. Like, nobody's coming in blazing hot. Nobody's coming in with, like, uh, even a great longer-term record. I mean, Justin Rose has a couple good tournaments in a row. Um, Jason Day has played really well but hasn't played in a month. He's got your top salary spot on DraftKings. And then you got guys like Rory 
who's played bad several tournaments in a row. Ricky, who's played bad recently. Hideki Matsuyama coming off an injury. Then you're getting down to, like, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, this is, yeah, and, and Tommy Fleetwood's great, but still relatively unproven. He'll probably be up there, like, second, third highest-owned golfer. Um, you know, what I find, I mean, Alex Noren is a guy that really checks out. But then you're down to $9,200, and, like, who's starting a tournament lineup with a guy that's $9,200? So it almost is like uh, you want to pick, you know, my next in line would be um, Ricky Fowler because uh, he's, a, like, the best combination of ownership and price. And then Justin Rose and Jason Day right behind him. But uh, so did you? Yeah, I like, did, 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 did I understand correctly that you said Alex Noren is your your top value guy? Um, when, when I say value, you know I mean like best expected output for the lowest cost. Not necessarily, you know, the chalk play, but uh, you know. Yeah, for the money. I mean, I think yeah, if you're playing yeah. pure pure price point. Noren is really attractive. I mean, he's he kind of he definitely checks out. Um, he'll be owned too, so if you factor that in, it gets a little a little murkier. But yeah, price. Point. Well, I mean, how many? How, how like if you had for, for let's say you're doing the twenty entry, uh, um, uh, twenty max entry contest on on, on DraftKings. Uh, how how many of your twenty entries are going to have Alex Noren in? Um. You know, I'd try to go, like, if he's going to be 20% owned by the field, I'm going to want to have a little bit more of Alex Noren than the field. Um, it's kind of interesting because I don't know how that lineup builds out because I feel like there's a lot of cheaper plays that are really nice, and it almost is like, oh, well, why not go up and get uh, Ricky Fowler at maybe half the ownership um, and take a chance? So I don't know. I'd say um, 25 30%. Alex Noren, I'm not that crazy about him because everyone else is going to be on him to a certain extent too. I don't know how that'll look if people are going to try to make like Tiger Noren lineups. Um, I think that's okay. doable this week, but yeah, that makes sense. So so let's then let's say who is going to be your most heavily owned? Kevin Chapel. Kevin Chapel. I mean Kevin Chapel to me is Kevin Chapel. It's there. I mean it's. I don't know. I mean, it's golf, right? But dude is um, not finished below 30th place uh, this year, the last eight weeks maybe, maybe since the Tournament of Champions, I want to say. Uh, one of those is was, um, uh, I think, an event that had a small field, so he was maybe lower. It, it, he has a good number, but it was he was like in the bottom half of the field maybe. But, uh, I mean, all in all, Kevin Chappell has uh, gaining over a stroke tee to green recently and gaining a stroke tee to green long term. And that to me is what I call a robust number. Um, there's not a hole in it. Uh, he's, it's, he's been doing it and he's doing it now. He's cheap as hell. Um, and he's not a secret, but under 20% owned, uh, I'm all in, I'm all in. That's, that's you my think, guy. You think week. he's lower owned, uh, potentially because he hasn't hit what inside the top 15 has it like ever or not ever but you know recently yeah i don't even know if that's true i got um i think he has an eight recently yeah he's got an eight five weeks ago um he finished second here two years ago i'm i'm not i think the reason why he's not higher owned is it's just other guys in that area 
that doesn't make sense too much either. I mean, you've got Molinari and Kazire who are going to be owned around him, um, but not enough of a chunk. I, something about it is just not sexy. Kevin Chappell's not sexy, and he should be. I mean, <laughs> I, I man crush on Kevin Chappell. Like I said, I'm all in. Um, he's been super solid. And famous last words, surely. But as far as, like, on paper, you can't shoot a hole in the guy. Uh, you can't shoot a hole in him on recent form, long form, or course history here. And he's not, you know, I think he should be, like, 25 30% owned, and I think he's going to come in under 20%. Uh, I mean, maybe that's wishful thinking, but either way, uh, I'm on him. Is he going to be in Is he gonna be in 100% of your 20 lineups on draft Yes, games? yes. Yeah, I'm not going to make it's a too bad. Without. It's too bad DraftKings isn't paying us because I think I've said DraftKings about six times. So yeah. We're totally uh, providing free advertising for them. Anyways, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's move out of, of, of Kevin, the Kevin uh, Chappell uh, love, love connection here. What would you uh, – let's, let's go to your second pick. Like let's say – so you're going to have, have, have Kevin in 100% of your lineups. Who's going to be the, your number two guy? Um, right next to him, I'm really interested in uh, – Frank Molinari, uh, a little bit. He's had, you know, he's a little shakier with the putter. Um, Chapel's not invincible, but he's been good lately. Molinari's been losing strokes lately with the putter, but that's the kind of guy that we like to be with anyway. Um, he's got, he's making chances for himself, and if he can convert a few of them, he'll be good. He's super class. Um, I mean, he, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like, anecdotally, He's a good golfer, a good world-class golfer for $7,300. And on paper, the guy is a stroke gainer, tee to green. Um, so I'm really happy to have him. Again, not massively owned. There's been periods in the last six months or year where if Francisco Molinari was 7300 in this tournament, he'd be the highest-owned golfer in the field. Um, and he's not – he hasn't lost it that much since then. It's just been kind of shooting himself in the foot. So that's my that's my number two guy. So I, I guess do you do you think that um, has he has he, did he do well last week as well? Is he is he going to be uh, Molinari? That is sorry, I'm just kind of lingering on this guy for some reason. But like, did he do well last week? Uh, he's got 25th two weeks ago at the Honda and miscut four weeks before that. So kind of just floating around there. Uh, I think that miscut stung some people. Um, but yeah, he's another guy too that has. Uh, the last four years, seventh place, ninth place, seventeenth place, and fifth place in this tournament. So that's actually one of the better course histories here. Um, I mean, I say that Tiger Woods course history is it's four out of four wins in his last five, which is just a joke. But none of those have happened in the last five years. So um, Henrik Stenson, just to follow that thread, Henrik Stenson's the other guy that lives here and has four straight top tens going into last year where everybody had him and he missed the cut. And he's coming in with no form. But uh, if he's going to be um, 10% owned or less, he's with some flyers in tournaments for sure. Even though he has shit form, uh, it's his home course, and there's some life there uh, just to kind of uh, Yeah, I mean, that's around. the thing. is like how, how bad has Stenson been? I, don't, I haven't heard his name in a while. I feel like it's been almost a year since he was yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. His shit form is really uh, just the miscut um, that he, you know, he was, he was sufficiently bad, but it was just two rounds of golf. 
Um, he hasn't played in America since six weeks ago, or maybe no, maybe not even before that. He hasn't had any any tournaments in six weeks, um, and he had some good Euro results before that top ten type stuff. Um, so it's really not it's really not that bad. It's just no one's seen him for a while, and then when they did see him, he he tanked last week. Um, yeah, it's it's nothing to like totally throw him totally overboard on, is my opinion. So you're saying we should, you know, sorry, you you should probably, uh, when I say we, I mean, you know, the collective daily fantasy audience. Yeah. Um, you, you should you should enter him into one of your 20 lineups, not not 10 or 12. I'd go three, three or four. Three? Whoa, three. That's heavy. So my, my deal is I'm looking at, like, if he's a, if he's a 10% guy, I want to have him more than the field. Um, and so I want to have, yeah, three, three or four. You think you think he's going to be that highly owned by the like you know ten percent? That seems is he, is he like just dirt cheap? Is his salary that low? Uh yeah, I mean his salary's low for Sten. He's ninety one hundred bucks, so it's low for Stenson. Like I mean, if he had any kind of form, he'd be up there with uh, above Fleetwood. You know ninety ninety nine hundred thousand ten thousand bucks. Um, yeah, I I mean I think you say that ten percent is lower than most anyone above him except for Hideki Matsuyama who's coming off a pretty questionable wrist injury like he withdrew last week because he wasn't ready to play no one knows like how much practice time he's actually had that's a his injuries are quite and the other guy that's lower owned than Stenson is um Rory who's just been had nothing for for three or four tournaments in a row now so for these high-end guys Stenson is pretty well off the radar so, so besides Tiger, who would you, and this is probably a dumb question since Tiger's the obvious, don't use him this week or barely use him, who is another avoid name that you can kind of, you know, uh, recommend to fade? Yeah, this is a really tough one, but because um, uh, we love this guy, we meaning the collective fantasy consciousness, and we meaning anyone who played him um, in the majors last year is uh, Tommy Fleetwood, and again, it's because he's, so popular and he's that popular because he does have the talent the upside but if you're going to send me a guy that's 25 percent plus owned and to me has a, a a lower floor than a lot of these i mean all the golfers could get cut any week but um yeah, you're gonna let me. What, let what 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 drives this popularity? I mean, he he finished well at the U.S. Open last year, if I recall correctly. What else has he done that that makes him? Um, uh, he a, tore, a, a real desire, a de, you know, desirable item for, for 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 people like us. He's torn Europe up in the meantime. I mean, he's like uh, you know best ball striker on on European tour. Um, and, and to be honest, his results stateside have not been bad. I think he's got a fourth place in there since he's, since he's been over here this winter. Um, so he's flashed it here, but it's, he's really torn it up in Europe. Um, and it's like, you know, how does that translate? And he's got a lot, it's not a guy like I love Tommy Fleetwood. He is one of the best ball strikers in the world. Um, He's been breaking even with his putting here, but that's not been his history. He's been more of a um, kind of atrocious, potentially Rory-type putter um, for a longer period. 
Um, so I think there's that potential for him to just bomb out. And if you're going to tell me, like, I can let the field take him at 25% or more, uh, it, as much as I love the guy, like, I think I'll let him have him. Um, and, and that's a, a bet on itself is just see if he see if he blows up. He's not that solid. It's exciting, but, like, you know, putting him up here against uh, some of the top names in golf. Mm, yeah, I mean, so, tell so me he's I can, a uh... – He's a guy that you would say should be in zero of your 20 lineups this week. Um, you know, I think, yeah, this. I guess this doesn't make it a fade, but he's someone that I want to have not as quite as much of the field as, but there's enough there that it's worth having a little chunk of him, like 10 15%, um, because his tee to green game is – uh, recently, I mean, Adam Scott and him and, you know, there's a couple guys like Keegan Bradley and Scott Piercy and Charles Howell who just are horrible putters that also have tee to green games to match them. But lately he's he's got one of the best tee to green games in the field. So that's something that we're always uh, – it's hard for me to not have like a little piece of him. But he's not going to be our second highest owned player like he might be for um, the field. Because he, his salary is just too high. Okay. Yeah, it's it's too high for a guy that um, is still relatively unproven. He, you know, even I, the Euro – it basically comes down to I don't put as much stock in the Euro results as um, your average fan does. I'm not saying I put zero stock in him, but I don't put as much. I'm still skeptical until he's done it over here for longer at that price. So who do you I mean, think, he, who do you think like is going to win the tournament this Oh, who's Sorry, gonna I'm just going to step over you again here. But like, who yeah. who who do you think is going to win the tournament this week? Like, just oh, ignoring geez. salary, Vegas, odds, <laughs> everything. Who's going to win it? Tiger Woods. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at a number. See, what really sucks is the clear the clear pick would be Hideki, but he's got this injury question mark. I mean, but like on paper, if there's no injury question mark, like which is very significant uh Hideki's your guy um if I say I was doing like a one and done type uh format or not even that let's say I could just pick the winner who um Justin Rose comes in with the best form like he's playing the best golf right now out of these guys um combined with with um the history um so let's go back to Tiger real quick so so has Tiger been getting lucky with the putter the past two weekends or is it uh, has he been average um last week no uh up until that a lot of his progress was like he was losing all his drives and um grinding out scrambles and good putts to to stay uh you know where he was on the leaderboard um last week he, I think his, he was pretty neutral putting, and he really did just just blast out a couple strokes per round tee to green and did it old-fashioned, respectable. Uh, yeah, he really showed it. Um, so the, the putting, the like, oh, Tiger's getting lucky with the putter narrative that I've been expounding um, goes out the window last week, and you have to give him a lot of credit. It was a very um, legitimate second-place finish for Tiger Woods last week. Yeah, it really seems like he's he's doing something right, and it's pretty annoying. But I'll, I'll leave that for <laughs> out of this. 
So, um, you know, I think that's it. I um, I would wish good luck to everybody listening, but I'm sure no one's listening. And also, I, if you are listening, I hope you don't win because I, I'd like to win this week. So that's it.